0: Hi guys, I'm Maya, and this is Mia, and today we are going to do spooky stories. The story that I'm going to read to you is called The Horror on Halloween Night. Well, here we go. It was a warm October 31st, and my brother and our friends were trick-or-treating with us, walking on only the paths that had the good houses on them. My brother, Bert, was nearly 15, and on the Halloween night, it was... 14th year, he discovered that he could turn into a fire-breathing chicken. Despite it all, I expected this to be a normal night, and boy, was I wrong. We had started going to Tamers, a town where all the rich people lived. I took one candy from each person, and my friend Olive, who was younger than us all, had given me all the Snickers. I loved Snickers, but not as much as Bert now seems to love fire-breathing chickens. I would be surprised if he started cult-worshipping them. Olive's auburn curls bounced and glowed in the moonlight as she gleefully skipped towards us. Thomas dejectedly followed his younger sister and muttered something under his breath. Thomas looked a lot like Olive, with the same ivory skin and long brunette a- eyelashes, contrasting emerald eyes. His hair, however, was blonde, though floppy and frizzed for merely two minutes of chasing his sister around. I, however, sported honey brown curls and same colored eyes. Tan, tall, and muscled, described both me and Bert. His eyes were amber on the left and brown for his right one. I walked through a dark alley after making a wrong turn and only realized after we almost reached the end. I turned around hastily to point this out, stumbling backwards when a couple of creepy guys started stalking us. They began chasing us and I ran, plainly, were belong with me. Run! I pointed to a door in someone's backyard and jumped over the fence. In here! As they made it, I slammed the door behind me and recovered, panting. Well, 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 what do we have here? An ominous voice startled me. I whirled around and blushed in embarrassment. I was facing a woman with short black hair and raven black eyes, shadowed by short, choppy lashes. Her petite frame should have assured me that there was not a threat, but her eyes told the true story. They were void of any emotion, save the numbness that engulfed me when I stared. Luckily, Thomas spoke up. I'm sorry, ma'am. There were some rowdy boys chasing us, and we fled here. We're so sorry for the inconvenience, and we'll take our leave now. Not so fast. Her laugh was sinister, and goosebumps raced down my back. Pardon? Bert spoke this time. I put a hand on his arm to calm him. Not now, Kyra, he said pointedly at me. Sit, the weird lady commanded. That's when I made the connection. She was the orthodontist that used to work on this mountain street. The tone of her voice frightened me. We scurried towards the couch and sat cross-legged in fear. Something was off in this situation, and I could feel it. Max, Ruby, come out, my darling. <laughs> her voice held the closest thing to Karen that she could possibly muster. She was vile and apparently responsible for the disappearance of her former clients, Max and Ruby Hensler. It was then that she lost her orthodontist license. Olive buried herself into my side and whimpered. I get it, she was only eight, but really? Then I saw why. Two zombie-like figures emerged from the back of the woman's house. They both had the bright red hair that the Henslertons had, but their skin was gray and their teeth decomposed. They reached their hand with their hands out and their flabby skin drooping off their thin bones. Bert turned into a chicken and used his power to breathe fire at them. It somehow didn't affect them, as they remained st- still walking and unharmed. They were getting closer, so I threw my pink and yellow unwrapped rock candy at them. The moment it touched them, they hissed and retreated. I thought about what I knew. The we were people with the orthodontists are trapped here, and the minions are probably maximum. Thomas, Olive, Bert, and I were trapped here. The handlers had retreated because of the candy. I threw an old Snickers bar at them. It didn't affect them. Hard candy was probably their kryptonite. Bert turned back into a human. There was a window at the top of the wall, roughly 10 feet up. I knew that chickens could fly up to 10 feet, but I wasn't sure how to signal Bert. Thomas and Olive didn't notice Bert, and I was glad they didn't know about his power. Viola had fled when she saw Bert breathe the fire. I wonder if her weaknesses was chickens or fire. The twins had crept up and grabbed us while consumed seemed to myself. I couldn't reach the candy bag or escape out of Ruby's iron grip. She held me in one hand and Thomas in the other. Max had taken hold of Bert and Olive. They dragged us to the bag and forced us into seats, like the ones you'd see at the dentist's office. The tiles' walls were covered in grit, and the lights were a flickering orange. Our hands were bound by thick chains, and Olive screamed. Viola stalked into the room with an oddly content demeanor. In her gloved hands, surgical tools rested. You see, my precious children, the twins? I will turn you into a greater version of them. Trust me, I'm doing you a favor. Viola laughed with mirth. The delight in her voice as she crooned to us cautioned me. Her definition of greater wasn't what I would think a normal human being would would define it as. You psychopath! I yelled desperately. That was when I remembered I had rock candy in my pocket. I wriggled my way to the arm of the chair and picked the candy out of the nearest pocket with my bound hands. I tossed it at Ruby and quickly emptied that pocket. She she writhed in pain and ended up dissolving into steam. Max ran to his sister and attempted to finish me off. Before Viola could do anything, though, I emptied my other pocket and Max. He too twitched in pain and dissolved into steam like Ruby viola screamed in frustration bert turned into a chicken and breathed fire at viola who's charging at me since he was right next to me he scorched her lab coat then she ran that's when i knew viola was scared of fire she ran when Bert breathed fire the first time and now as well i looked over at my brother who seemed to have reached the same conclusion as me i quickly came up with a plan if Bert can let the change and free us then we can go back to the sitting area and burn the windows. But how to explain this to Thomas and Olive, who are currently staring the wide eye at us. Oh well, they didn't matter at the moment. Bert, are you able to melt the chains? I questioned. A squawk was the only indication I needed. Bert was able to slip out of the chair as a chicken and flew to me. After my chains were melted, I stood up to check on Thomas and Olive. What are you? Get away from me, Thomas warned sighed. it was going to be a long day. I've never been a danger. Our family is just a little different. We have powers. I make air quotes around powers. Plus, I saved your life. I know you're uncomfortable at this, but we can sort out our differences later. We need to find a way to get out of here. Okay then, smart kid. How do you propose we get out of here? I hated the snarkiness in his voice. Bert snapped at him. "Listen, kid. My sister's a genius. She's braver than you could ever be. Also, you're very um. Also, your sister's braver than you too." Olive fist bumps him. "Respect my sister." Got it. I had to laugh at Thomas's expression. He was trembling, and his face was red and chargin' in anger. I led Bert away from them into the sitting room. Turn into a chicken, then fly up to that window and break it. I say, authority clear in my voice. I might be the younger one, but I will always, always be the leader. First, complied, we soon discovered that the window was fire. Viola must have hit, taken a precaution when making that window. I mused over my findings. I realized that I had completely forgotten that Bert had super strength and that I had a chicken. I relayed my plan to Bert. Ten minutes and a butternut later, I was holding on to Bert the chicken. He flew out of the window. He flew up to the window. I used the butter knife to pry the lock open. Then I shifted my hold on Bert's neck and kicked the panel open. Bert flew up the window and he dropped me onto the brick roof. The cold air made me shiver and the moonlight illuminated the darkness. I knew there was a police station a couple blocks away. So after Bert brought up Thomas and Olive, we made our way there. We set the house on fire just in case the mad woman came back. We reported to the police that a fire had started randomly. As we made our way home to safety and candy, I was glad that this terrible night was finally over. The end. The end.